0: Welcome to Insights. This is Paul Ellis, Managing Director of Ellis Wealth Management, where we encourage you to invest in what you love. Ellis Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm focused on planning, advice, coaching, and investment management. We are dedicated to the families we serve, and we encourage you to invest in what you love. Within Insights, we look at ways to make our world richer through focusing on sharing, and developing human capital. Well, all right. What a great, great day it is here in the Pacific Northwest. And hope you're enjoying your day. The Weather is beautiful. And we have with us today a colleague and friend of mine, Rob Stottlemyre. Rob is the director of Life Brokerage Sales with Duncan Advisor Resources. Good morning, Rob. How you doing?
1: Hey, Paul. Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks.
0: Now you, always, I'm the, always
1: good to connect from. Uh, I'm, I'm from the Mid Atlantic, so beautiful weather here as well.
0: Mid Atlantic, you know, it's famous for. Uh, the Mid Atlantic was a uh, accent, uh, a fabricated accent, uh, made famous by Cary Grant. And they call it the it was a, the Mid Atlantic accent, um, and in the movie Some Like It Hot, Tony Curtis, when he was playing the millionaire, oil, son, and overemphasized the accent. So I'm glad you don't have the accent, but thank you for hailing from up. there. i
1: have to look up the accent.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as a Judy, 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 you know, something like that, right? <laughs> Got it. They obviously yeah. did better than I did and made a career out of it. I'm, I'm That is not my career, obviously. <laughs> well, hey, listen, last time we talked about long-term care, In the state of Washington, we had, you know, quite a kerfluffle over long-term care. We're still working our way through some of that, but we talked about long-term care. Um, And, you know, I've got a number of clients and people today that are talking about their estate concerns. And insurance is very important as it relates to an estate or estate planning, uh, but there's other reasons for insurance as well. So I thought, who better to have on than you? And let's let's have a discussion about that. So yeah, you're, you're,
1: you're good at the questioning, Paul. So I'll just yeah, you, you guide me and we well.
0: <laughs> well talk so about- so there's other oh, reasons. God. There's other reasons for life insurance, right? Emergency funds, college education, retirement supplement, um, wealth transfer uh replacement you know tax replacement what are you seeing and what have you found in regards to insurance you know uh for families and specifically let's say the the sandwich generation today how insurance can help some of these areas
1: sandwich generation today so life insurance i mean you know, life insurance Paul is a as a financial tool is always as you know for, first and foremost it's life insurance and it is the protector so it helps to create an estate with the stroke of a pen right so it at death it does create liquidity for a family and so a lot of the conversations I would I'd say we're having with the sandwich generation would be um, folks who are still you know they've they've paid for or are paying for um, education and weddings and still trying to pay off the house and get to a A point where they can retire, but they still have those debt obligations and income obligations for the next five or ten or fifteen years. So, Mm -hmm. you know, first and foremost, life insurance. You know, we use a lot of term life insurance in those situations where we know that we have a finite um, period of time. Mm -hmm. We know we have a a five or ten or fifteen-year period where we need we need income. Um, The one that's come up and been particularly timely. Paul in the last month or so has been using life insurance to um, steady a portfolio. So individuals who've been drawing on their um, investment portfolios over the last uh, number of years were able to turn off the spigot as their markets have been down and not take dollars from uh, selling of stocks or mutual funds, but rather than using a life insurance bucket to access cash. Mm-hmm. So we just, there, there, one of the carriers a few years ago, well, it was after the 08, 09 uh, financial mess, they marketed it as smooth sailing, you know, using life insurance and cash accumulations um, to be able to, to withdraw from. So withdrawing from your life insurance contract, particularly when, and I did like the way that they marketed this, as opposed to saying this is the, only place that you should save for for uh, for long term retirement is life insurance, Paul. Because there are that is out there. The bank the bank on yourself. I mean, if you uh, you can get you can get pretty deep into it, googling or uh, YouTubing bank on yourself. And there are a lot of folks out there who would say, "Yep, we're only going to save into life insurance. Forget the 401ks and the Roth IRAs. We're just going to use life insurance." I think that's, I think that's extreme. Ellis, but I do like the idea of the smooth sailing when you can turn off the spigot from the investment account, from the um, you know where where you are invested in the markets, and use a non-correlated uh, asset class like life insurance to send it maybe a fixed bucket where you can where you can draw from for a period of time and not have to not have to sell low. Right. Um, and we've seen a lot of that. We have seen a lot of that. And those are. Those are contracts that have really been set up in the last decade. They were set up, you know, after again after the 0809 deal, um, and people said, look, we need to be we need to be diversified and have non-correlated um, assets. Where, you know, where, where could we use it? And that's where the cash accumulation with life insurance came in. So that's one. Um, we, you know, what we see, Paul. We, that, you know, this is I don't know if you you've ever had a, a, uh, one of these opportunities, but a lot of sandwich generation Questions come in on protecting mom and dad with final expense coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mom and dad maybe they had term insurance, and by the time they were in their fifties and sixties, didn't didn't own permanent coverage, and now they're in their seventies, eighties, and you know, gosh, it'd be nice to have a. This doesn't sound morbid, but the, you know, the, the final expense contract, right? So it's just it's a you know, burial policy uh, would be. If we get that question a lot, which. I like final expenses better than thinking of burial policies, but, but just the, those contracts, just to have some nominal amount of life insurance in place at death to be able to, again, create liquidity, just like term insurance would for a 50 year old, um, just creating liquidity at death. So that's been a growing area of questions and business over the last year as well.
0: Well, that makes perfectly good sense. And the, because generally when people pass away, sometimes you we, we know that someone is is getting close to, you know, that next stage. But sometimes it it's it's not planned for. It would be perfect And in a perfect world, it would be similar to, you know, the last movie in Downton Abbey, uh spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> you know, the, the the old grandmother, she she passes away, but she passes away in her bed with all of her loved ones around her, and they were expecting it, you know. That's a great transition to be around your loved ones, but that's not always the case. And these expenses, then, they're not what we would consider timely.
1: I want to, just a, a couple other cases we've had recently, and I wouldn't even have thought about it until so you said sandwich generation, but I'm thinking of, a few families that we've worked with where life insurance has been used as a tool to help to equalize, to help to equalize a family's estate plan, and not necessarily just worried about overall state or estate taxes at death, but rather to equalize their estate at death. One of the families in particular, they had a, they had a mountain house. Um, four children, two children loved the mountain house. Two children never went to the mountain house. Mm. Mom and dad wanted to keep that the house in the family, you Mm -hmm. know, all the kids, the kids are in their 40s, they're my age, they're in their 40s now, and they want to pass that on to the two children, but they don't want to disinherit the other two, you know, they don't want to not have something to the other two children. So mom and dad bought a, they bought a survivorship contract that's going to pay, there'll be a death benefit on the second death, and those, the beneficiaries are the, are the two children that, you know, haven't set foot in that mountain house for, for 20 years, so Mm -hmm. And we've had a couple of those, just and it's mostly related to properties. You know, lake house, ocean house, mountain house.
0: That's a great idea.
1: Um, family farm. Yeah, it's. it's um, and the I wouldn't, term- I wouldn't have thought about that when you emailed me last week. I didn't even think about that. But this is when you brought that sandwich up. I thought, oh yeah, was-
0: that's a great. That's a great oh, idea. Now, what what's the term on that? The normalization. The term used normalization of
1: a state. Well, a state equalization. E-state state equalization. E-state.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfectly you know, good
1: sense. A lot of business yeah, business planning too. You know, mom mom has a business with the daughter and you know the son's not in the business and the you know parents have put a lot of equity in into that business over time that's gonna get passed on to the daughter, but they don't want to disinherit the son or you know, not necessarily disinherit the son, but you know, life insurance using using life insurance is just an efficient tool to help to create, you know, that equalization at, at mom and dad's death. Uh,
0: and the beauty of that is you you can plan for that you you design it you know what the payout's gonna right. be uh or what you know at least what the floor is going to be and you can design it in a way uh ahead of time so that you know the children or the adult children that are going to enjoy that property continue to enjoy that property um and those that don't want anything to do with it. You know, you can still, you know, make things adjust them uh, as your you and your family see fit. So that that is excellent. So we talked about the emergency funds. Um, college education is another way that a person, if they have a cash value in insurance, you know, they can utilize that to help pay for for college expenses. You, said, you mentioned a retirement supplement, so that if the market is not in your favor. And you don't want to sell those extra shares of whatever they are, you know, Microsoft, Tesla, you know, you pick it, whatever it is, uh, Coca-Cola. If you don't want to sell that, you could, you know, take from uh, the cash value of a life insurance. And then wealth transfer tax replacement. I think, um, you know, that's something else to consider is that property values do go up and down, but over time they, they, they definitely can go up. And many people I think would be surprised to find out what that that total tax picture could look like. You know, that they bought the little cabin in the in the mountains, now it's worth this. They bought a house uh, what that used to be on the outskirts of town, but town has grown and now the value is that. And um, right. You know, and but when you start adding these things up, you, you might find that you're your basket's bigger or larger than, than you had originally originally uh, considered it the value of it to be. So, obviously, insurance can, can assist with that as well. Is there a best time to buy insurance or to, to look at it? Um, you know, some people What's like to... That's your
1: question, Ellis. You're asking the life insurance guy when the best time is to <laughs> buy life. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, when I started in this business, it was all dr- you know, the... Yeah, I hope I don't offend anyone when I say the old school life guys, but the old school life insurance professionals would call you at your birthday. You know, you, you'd call a week before someone's birthday. You'd get them before they got the the card from their chiropractor or their dentist. You know, that was mm-hmm. that was the idea. Um, and that's when you reviewed. You reviewed around the birthday. Okay. Um, I think today, as, as I... Just personally, what I would like to review would be, you know, really around like an open enrollment time for company benefits. If you're an entrepreneur or, a, you know, you're self-employed, I would say, you know, you need to pick a pick a time, Paul, you know, beginning of the year, as an example, or, you know, mid, mid-year. I mean, but just pick pick one time and, and, and that's your annual review time on the calendar. And you set it just like the dentist appointment. Because if you don't, you know, it's really easy to kick that can down the road and, before you're before you know it, you're you know, shucks. We haven't reviewed that in three years. So I do I do think it's it is vital to, to pick that. Whatever that whatever that date is for you. But I do think, yeah, for for folks who are employed and have other benefits to review and if you're in an open enrollment at the beginning of June for your you know, your health insurance benefits and all the group benefits at work, that's probably a good time to circle the wagons on personal planning as well.
0: You know, there's another time that might also I mean I think I think open enrollment is a natural it's a natural for sure. But for those that take a look at their estate or their gifting in October, because they may want mm-hmm. to make sure that they shore up any gifting or charitable donations by the end of the year, you know that's always a, that's another good time to take a look and say, you know how, how is our, our life insurance uh, situation? And then if you need to right. make adjustments, um, up or down, but if if you need to make adjustments, um, you can get that done by the end of the year, as well. So correct,
1: yeah, that's a great idea.
0: So th- there's not a time when necessarily insurance goes on sale. It's not like appliances, you know, the day after, you know, the week after the new year.
1: No, I mean, and, you know, another one in the old days used to be, boy, December was a great time to get a life insurance application in, Paul, because as the carriers were nearing their, you know, their end of year. Deadlines and end of year goals. It seemed like you could get a lot of cases through underwriting faster and with less with less pain to the proposed insured owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but gosh, in the last couple of years during COVID, it's you know it's it's just difficult to get coverage at any point. I mean, I don't want to be a downer on that. Life insurance is just it's just not easy to secure. So. But there's not a there's not a particular time of the year when it's a when it's better to get an application in over another at this point.
0: Okay. Well, you know the the
1: I wish inter- I could say yes, but no, there's really not Paul.
0: Well, I think I think top professionals like yourself and practices like ours, we try and make things as simple, uh, slimline as possible. Right. No, nobody yeah. wants to make a draconian. Right. Um, you know the right. goal is that you, that you get it. That's the main thing. And that it it works well, and that you understand why you have what you have, and you know that what you have is going to, to do what you intend it to do. Okay. It's not meant to be a tongue twister. I mean, it's just, you know, a logical sequence of thought. You know, the other thing I would like to share is I think that you can highlight this as well. There's no shame in not having had life insurance up to this point for many people they've been busy uh you know sandwich generation they're raising their kids they're in the in the slog of their career trying to take maybe taking care of parents or other family members and sometimes all you can do is all that you're doing and thinking about or doing another thing would just it's it's just not mentally feasible and so there shouldn't be no shame in that you haven't added that at the present time or looked at it, but that being said, now is a good time to take a look at your situation you know while you can, and there may be a breather a breather or a space of time now for you to get your arms around your items, but certainly no shame or you shouldn't feel browbeat that you haven't haven't been able to get that all put together up until this point. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Um, not only, yeah, I'd absolutely agree. And it, 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 does, you know, it used to, when I was a younger producer, Paul, it would amaze me. You know, we'd, I, I'd, I finally, I'd, I'd work for a while to try to get introduced to someone and then finally have a, a phone, you know, conversation and get face to face and have an interview. And, and it was, you know, tell me a little about your life insurance and, and, folks that would say they didn't have, they'd never had life insurance. They'd never bought it. And I, and I, and I would think, gosh, you know, these folks successful, I know they've been called on and that's, they'd admit, you know, they'd been, they'd been called on by the Merrill Lynch advisor and they'd been called on by their Edward Jones professional and this Northwestern mutual life insurance pro. And, but they just never had the time, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, with kids and career and all the other things pulling at them. They just never took time to sit down and have that dialogue. So yeah, it's uh, we see we still see it, Paul. It's, and and the Limra, that the life insurance marketing uh, folks, they they see those numbers and they come out with numbers every year. The amount of uh, Americans that either do not have coverage, have never bought coverage, or feel like they're undercovered and would like to talk to a professional. It's always it's always double digits and skews in the favor of you know more people have not bought than than have bought. So it is. Um, yeah, without someone without someone like you asking the questions and getting in front of people, it, it, it just doesn't happen naturally.
0: Well, it's a great feeling to know that you've got you know things taken care of. It's a great feeling. I know my planning clients when we were able to check these boxes, and they know that that's they don't have to worry about that. That's taken care of, whether it's on a review or whether it's a purchase. And it's it's not a purchase like the same as buying a new car or a new boat or something along those lines. It's it's more satisfying because they know that that is going to take care of that issue, whatever that is: emergency funds, right. college education, a retirement supplement, wealth transfer, uh, tax replacement, or just easing the estate concerns. They know with real satisfaction that that's. That that's been taken care of. So, is there anything coming down the pike that we should know in regards to insurance? Is there anything anything new, any any processes or any new types of insurance that 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 you've seen that would be beneficial?
1: I think care. You know, carriers are innovating. Paul, so they're you know one thing they are that joint uh, life insurance or joint long term care has been one that's been created in the last few years. That's it's gained some traction and likely we've, we've heard of other carriers starting to come out with, you know, their product development teams are going to be putting together c- competing types of products for two insurers on one policy and mm. not necessarily even spouses, but, you know, it could be two brothers or, you know, you and an aunt as an example. I mean, it's just, you know, as long as, as long as two insureds are within like 25 years of age or 30 years of age, you know, it's a joint and survivor contract. Um, and those, they have, they have long-term care benefits associated with them. So that, that's one area that we keep hearing about and keep reading about, and carriers are innovating there. I think on the process side, I mean, five minutes ago I said life insurance is not easy to secure, Paul, but the carriers are trying to make it as painless as possible for, the, for consumers in that you know, they, they call this um, accelerated underwriting or fluidless underwriting. Where they're trying to get to an underwriting decision just with big data, mm-hmm. and not having you, you know, meet meet with a paramedical exam nurse. And that big data is typically, you know, what they're looking at. They're looking at the Medical Information Bureau. So what, you know, what information is in the MIB Medical Information Bureau? They look at your motor vehicle record. Oh yeah, wow! Shockingly enough, that's one of the that's one of the top items that gets pulled. Prescription database. You know, if you've had a prescription filled at CVS or Walgreens, you know, you are a part of that prescription database. So they, you know, they're able to pull and see what prescriptions you've been, um, you, you've had. Um, and they're trying to underwrite with that as opposed to the fluids just because the time and expense. And then during COVID, they had to innovate because there weren't enough examiners and examiners didn't want to go into people's homes. So. Right. That's, you know, that was a development that came out of, out of COVID that I feel like's a positive. I mean, there, there are a lot of people that are getting life insurance today that don't have to jump through those hoops. And so we can make it easier for, you know, for a segment of the population, all the better. Um, and I think another one, Paul, that's happened has just been the, they call them APS, re, APS requests or attending physician statements. It's your doctor's records. Mm, you know, okay. in, in the old days, yeah, you know, life insurance carriers they may they may get you know if you if you'd been to a specialist as an example, you'd been referred by your primary care physician to a dermatologist for a, you know a mole that didn't look right. Life insurance carriers wanted to see that derm record, mm-hmm. um, but that's as far as they would go. Today, they want you know your primary care physician, that derm record, the pathology report that accompanied that, and then you got sent to a follow up specialist you know, six months later they want to see all three of those records. And by the way, you know, like that pathology record may or may not be with your dermatologist. That may be in another, that may be with an, with another facility or organization. So you end up having to secure multiple records on one individual. So the life insurance underwriting process is just, it's, it's, it's lengthy and it's, it's exhaustive. They're leaving no stone unturned during, uh, during, still during COVID restrictions. So it's, um, That's that's one area where it was supposed to streamline. It it was supposed to be a streamline, and unfortunately, it's just they turned over. You know, it's like you pick one one loose piece of paint on the front of the house, and before you know it, you you know (laughs) you need painters out there to you know do the whole thing. So right, right. We've seen that a lot. I mean, that's been an adjustment, a change, and I think the industry is trying to innovate and get better on how to how to streamline that process because we do know physicians do order they'll order procedures and have, you know, have additional tests completed just to rule anything out. And when that, when that question's out there, you know, Paul, did you, did you follow up on that CT scan? And if you didn't follow up on that CT scan, the life insurance underwriters are wondering why, you know, what's Paul Ellis trying to hide? So right. Been, um, that, you know, they're realizing that, that, that it's, it's, Created a real logjam, you know, between between the state of Washington and your long-term care. Can I say debacle? Is that?
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah, that was you know between that last year, that coupled with the you know all the physicians' records that they need for for everyone's accounts. I mean, life insurance has taken it's taken a long time to get to get contracts, and public's not happy about it. Producers aren't happy about it. You know, we just want to get people covered and uh, you know and move on.
0: Absolutely. So, and it all starts with a good conversation, and you yep, know, yeah, that's
1: the, right. Good conversations and, and clear expectations, Paul.
0: And clear no. expectations. Probably. I like that. Good yeah. conversations and clear expectations. I like that. So let me ask you this question: yeah. what, what are your coordinates? If someone wanted to reach out and have a conversation with you, Rob, um, how would they get in touch with you? And what's uh, how would they do that?
1: My phone number seven two four. 724-279-4049, That's the office number. Comes, you know, right here. I see email. You know, via email, I see phone calls that come through and 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 voicemails that we receive. So seven two four two seven nine four zero four nine.
0: Excellent, excellent. And then of course, if anyone calls, they should let them. Uh, they should let you know that, that, that they heard about you from uh, th- through the call here and in, in, at Insights. That would be that would be appreciated. Well, listen, it is a beautiful day here in the Pacific Northwest, as I stated to begin with, and it's a a really nice day in the Mid-Atlantic. I'm going to let you get back to doing what you love to do, and I want to thank you for taking time for us today. Truly, truly appreciate it, my friend.
1: Hey, always good to catch up with you, Paul. Thanks for the time, man. All
0: right. God bless.
1: All right. Have a good day.
0: Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Paul Ellis reminding you to invest in what you love.